I just want to remind us all that um, community is a space where we often encounter love and it is a challenging thing to do this season. So most of us are, are finding that digitally. So um, let's just embrace it. Be here with God in this moment on May 3rd uh, after our teaching. Um, so my guess is it's going to be around 10.30 a.m.-ish. We will have a time of prayer and remembrance, a time where we come together corporately as a church to pray for our interpersonal relationships, for our community, and for our city. I just want to invite you to come to that and then to remember through the bread and the cup, through communion. Uh, So bring your elements, bring yourself. If you are a person who doesn't do the premiere and you wait for it to just land on the YouTube page, we still want you to come. Come to that time. We'll communicate on our social medias what that specific time will be that you can come. We'll have the Zoom ID ready for you. Look so forward to being with you. Grace and peace to you. And now let's get back to the podcast. Friday, May 1st? What has happened? Do you ever feel like time is... um, not just a little box on your calendar or the ticking of a second hand on your clock. If you do, then this moment resonates with you because I am having a genuine moment of disbelief that it's May. (laughs) Well, um, summer is approaching. Spring is here behind us wherever we may find ourselves in this season, grace and peace to you. Um, This past week, we have been looking at the buoyant joy, the love that bears all things and endures all things, the love that abides in and with us through the Spirit of God. And as we come to the close of this week, it's not as the love comes to a close, It is the all-enduring thing. It is the steadfast love of God that holds us steady. And so, let's just stay right there. You know, I've been been thinking, what is it for us in these moments, in this little daily podcast, to center our mind, our will, our hearts, our intent on Jesus? And as we talk about love... A lot of thoughts can infiltrate that space. Thoughts that come with baggage we carry about love, maybe love lost or um, disordered loves that have found their way into our lives. Perhaps it's past patterns of sin that have begun to rear their ugly heads under the pressure and weight of isolation in this season. Maybe love is a thing that we long for we're longing for it in a human relationship more than we are in our relationship with our Heavenly Father. Um, Wherever you may find yourself, there is love to be had in Christ. And let me just remind us, it is patient. See, there's this, this little saying in scriptures and 
the Apostle Peter will remind us that um, one day to the Lord is like a a thousand and a thousand like one. And he's riffing on a poet from the Hebrew Bible. And it's just a way for us to say, I guess, in keeping with this introduction, wherever we are in this moment, God's love is made available to us in Christ. And his arms are spread wide to receive us. And so I would ask, this, maybe this feels a bit unorthodox, But I'm just going to pray for you, whoever you are listening at this very moment, that God would spread his love abroad in your heart through the Spirit, that you would know distinctly and uniquely the love of the Father through the Son and present to you in the Spirit, and that it would draw you into a place of peace and comfort. It would draw you into a place of consolation, removing you from the desert of desolation that you would know that in Jesus, there is a water that could quench your thirst for love. Jesus, would you make that real for us, for those of us who need to hear that? One thing that I'm growing and understanding in and also just realizing the vast unsearchable realities of is life in the spirit. Um, I, I often tell friends and that, that ask or in the course of conversations where this comes up and we start talking about theology and the like that I'm a bit of a theological mutt. You see, I, I believe that the gifts of the spirit are alive and active in the life of the church. And yet I also love the common book of prayer <laughs> I pastor in a low liturgy church where we are pursuing the presence of Jesus through the Spirit. Um, and, and whatever you may think of Mike Bickle, he has a, a helpful tool that's been a gift to me in this season. And it's this word, trust. It's this reminder uh, that we have fellowship with God the Father in the Son through the Spirit. And that there is one Spirit that unites us as a body. And in turn, we get to cultivate life with the Spirit. And so maybe this is like a little place where it's, it's outside of your theological comfort zone. Well, um, let me invite you there <laughs> through this simple word, trust, that, that is a way to pray. So the T is, is to remind us that there's gratitude towards the Holy Spirit. So we just get to say, thank you, Holy Spirit. And so, so maybe we do this right now. Maybe in this very moment, you, you posture yourself in prayer, if not physically, then in your mind, in your heart. You, you quiet your breath. You, you turn off, uh, you know, the four applications you have going. You, you um, sleep your, your desktop, your laptop. You turn off your TV. <laughs> you turn the screen of your phone over and you just listen for a moment. And you thank the Spirit of God, who is God's very presence to you and for you. And you ask for God to reign in you through the Holy Spirit. Reign in me, Holy Spirit. Help me to abide with you, to keep in step with you, as the Apostle Paul would say, to be one of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control reign in me. Use me, Holy Spirit. 
May I not just be a hearer of your word, but a doer thereof. Use me. May I be a vessel of grace in this season. Strengthen me, Holy Spirit. In my weakness, would you be my strength? May you be for me what I am not and give me what I have not. Strengthen me, Holy Spirit. Teach me, Holy Spirit. The Spirit is the one who will lead us into all truth. The Spirit carries along the prophets. The, the Spirit gives to us the gift of God's word in the season where we can hear from him most tangibly. Trust. Some of us are scared to trust the Holy Spirit. We elevate the Father. We glory in the Son and we forget about the Spirit. The Spirit is here to lead us to Jesus. The Spirit is the one who pours abroad the love of the Father in our hearts. The Spirit mediates our adoption Come on, y'all. Maybe that sounds a little preachy, but it feels that way for me. This is God's gift of love to us. He mediates his love to us through the Spirit. What a joy that is. And you know, there's this verse that's been floating around the Twitter sphere, Instagram, Facebook, whatever social media platform you roll with, but it's that God has not given us a spirit of fear. And that's true. So why do we sit in it? Well, just some guesses, mainly stabbing in the dark, but maybe I'll poke one of you. There's no, there's like this genuine fear of losing control. Well, let me just encourage you with a scripture that's been so deeply encouraging for me as I've just said, God, Help me to trust you through your spirit. Paul, when he asks us, when he commends the Ephesians to keep in step with the spirit, he, he's contrasting it with not being drunk with wine. It's do not be drunk, but filled. So there's an influence in alcohol that makes you less of you, but there's an influence in the spirit that makes you more of you. See, this element of control, I don't know if you struggle with this, but I do. Sometimes I don't just struggle. I give myself over to my own control because of fear and lack of trust. But that space of control, giving it over to God, there is, there is like a moment of not knowing what's going to come. Maybe I'm going to start like speaking in tongues. That might be weird. Maybe I'll hear from God. That would be awkward okay, maybe there is a threshold that we are not willing to go past. And if that's true, or you're just like, you stopped listening to this podcast and now you jumped back on, you don't know if you're frustrated or glad because like, you're like, does the spirit really work in the life of the church today? Does love go forth in the church? And this, my point here is not to make like a, this about a theological discourse, 
Remember, we're centering our minds and hearts on Jesus. But I just want to remind us that Jesus moves towards us in the spirit of Christ and we toward him in the spirit of Christ. The spirit indwells us. The spirit seals us. The spirit leads us to our great God and Savior, Jesus the Christ. He is our gift. He is our comforter. So maybe, maybe this little prayer, trust, thank you, Holy Spirit, reign in me, Holy Spirit, use me, Holy Spirit, strengthen me, Holy Spirit, teach me, Holy Spirit. Maybe this little prayer will make space in your heart and in mine to be a people who know the love of the Father and who meet people in love. Now, one last little thing. We started our week in 1 Corinthians 13 talking about love, a passage that is specifically out about the gifts of the Spirit. Maybe go there, 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 7, and just see where Paul ends. It is love that endures. The gifts will pass away. The gifts are not the main thing. The gifts are a means to serve the church, to build one another up in love. We can distract with them. We can abuse them, but we can also gloriously build one another up in love through them. That is the end. And so may we be a people of love, grace, and peace to you, church. 